Hey, welcome to Uni Biscuits. This is the podcast where we discover ways to help improve and ease in your daily university experiences. This marks episode 16, and I am your host, Samson Paul Jr. So, come on in. For this episode, we're going to examine the most common biases and their effects on creating an inclusive campus setup. And then later on, towards the end of the episode, as we promised from the previous episode, we're going to highlight some brief solutions towards coping with marginalization. So we would like to offer like full package on this, but as we mentioned on the previous episode, this is something that is going to be like, you know, individualized on each group. So we hope you find this useful. To succeed, diversity programs need campus-wide support. However, studies show that even those who value equality may unconsciously behave in discriminatory ways. This is called having an unconscious bias. For this session, we're going to try and examine the most common biases and their effects on creating an inclusive campus. Then later on towards the end, as we promised from our previous episode, we're going to give you some tips on how to cope with marginalization. So the reason why we're going to give you like just, you know, a brief introduction into that segment is because we don't want to combine every group into one single like episode because we do believe from our end that each group has their own individualized effects. So then even if it comes to coping with marginalization, we are, we're going to try and offer like, you know, personalized information on each group. Now, to start this session, we're going to try and answer this question. What is an unconscious bias? A brief description of this would be a prejudice that we are unaware of holding. While we might believe we are objective, research do show that each of us brings a lifetime of experience and cultural history into our interaction with others. Now, for example, unconscious biases can include gender bias, we could have racial bias, and then we have also sexual orientation bias. So what you're going to do in this instance is that you're going to try and look at each of these independently and also give like examples and you know, maybe to offer you a clear understanding of this, like in details. So the first one is gender bias. Now in gender bias, for instance, women's achievements are commonly perceived to be just due to luck, while men's successes are attributed to skill by default. Also, you'd realize that perceived contradictions between femininity and leadership do kind of place women in a double bind. Thus, women are less likely to be seen as capable of leadership and are in a way held back from prominent positions. While on the other hand, women in leadership positions who demonstrate ability, they are kind of given unfavorable evaluations as they are violating gender norms. Now, when it comes to racial bias, most do report feeling a perceived assumption by colleagues that they were hired for affirmative action purposes, which kind of in a way creates pressure to prove that they actually deserve the positions that they are running. And on sexual orientation bias, 
even when individuals may not personally hold biases against members of the LGBT community, they may assume that others do. So first-year students are likely to believe that their peers hold negative attitudes about LGBT individuals, which most often results in behavior adjustments just to mirror this misconception. In some cases, you'd find that some people's identities tend to place them at the intersection of multiple sources of bias. For instance, if you are to find yourself in more than one minority group, it would feel a little bit more harder to get along. For example, if you are to find yourself in the LGBT community, as well as an immigrant in a foreign country, you tend to experience increased oppression from these two different platforms, or rather these two different challenges. Now, what happens to students when biases go unchecked? Now, in instances of gender bias, you find that female students may feel less comfortable in their classes, hindering their academic success, particularly in classes with sex ratios that heavily favor male peers. Women may experience a chilly climate, including use of sexist language and you know, presentation of stereotypic and or disparaging views of women, differential treatment from professors, and also like you know, generally sexual harassment. On the other hand, students experiencing racial Bias report feeling that their presence on campus is assumed to be as a result of affirmative action policies. For instance, in this case, would have like a, an African American and or Asian American graduate student feel like they are taken less seriously than their white peers, which may in turn interfere with positive collaboration with faculty and other graduate students. Now, when it comes to sexual orientation bias, these students are more likely to report symptoms of emotional and you know, physical distress, including headaches and loss of appetite. Compared with heterosexual students, LGBT students are more likely to perceive the campus climate as less welcoming. Now, how do unconscious biases affect students? There are two of the most common issues, that is retention and academic development, which tend to affect all students. When it comes to retention, among undergraduate students, you'd always find that 60% of the majority group tend to complete their courses, but randomly around 39 to 40% of the minority group complete their college enrollments. So when it comes to, like for instance, the LGBT students, you find that around 33% report seriously considering leaving college due to issues related to their sexual orientation. This might include harassment and fear for their physical safety. And on the academic development side, majority students are also hindered by discriminatory environments. Studies show that in experience with out-group members, that is underrepresented communities, causes in-group members, that is the majority members, to feel like anxious about interactions with the underrepresented groups, you know, such as fearing that they may say or do the wrong thing. Now, this type of anxiety can cause majority members to respond with hostility or simply avoid these interactions, preventing them from myriad benefits of diverse interactions. let's now talk about coping with marginalization remember now this is just gonna be a preview or rather we're gonna just give you a summary and then of course for the next coming episodes which will be following this 
we are not still sure how many it would take. We will look deeply onto this and where, where we will also like cover how you know the counseling center may help and how the society can address the marginalization issues in the university setup. So coping with marginalization. This can be difficult to find effective ways to cope with but we found some recommendations that may help you minimize the negative impact of such experiences. So the first one is build a support network. Now this is like your real friends, those who deeply understand you for who you are, those who know you from in and out, and those who may not judge you. So you can try and build this kind of like your support group whom you rely on whenever you're like feeling on your worst or you've had an experience of you know marginalization from the majority group. So this is just your support group that will always Generally, it will just, it's just that group that listens to you, is always there for you and, you know, sees your life from the outside and actually understands your issues and, you know, anything else that you're experiencing in your life. And secondly, try and get involved with campus groups or organizations that welcome and celebrate individual differences. So you might find, though, in a way, it feels, it might feel like you being in that group might make you also feel like you know a special person which also might feel like you know you are being marginalized for like your identity but in most cases you'd always find that you know these groups are a bit more you know supportive and you know they can help celebrate your individuality now on the other hand the other recommendation would be Utilize opportunities to become involved in social actions that actually address various forms of oppression or marginalization. So if you've seen this going on within your campus or within your area or even within your residential area, try and, you know, put in some social actions. If you know of a group that actually fights this type of behavior, you can join this so then at least the group grows bigger. So you would be just a plus to the group, which means the strength of the group would be much, much more stronger than it was before you joined. Now, the other recommendation would be don't ignore or minimize your experiences. Try and communicate your experiences to someone in your support network. Don't try to, you know, whenever you experience any type of limitation or any type of this negative experience ensure that you share this with someone within your support network then you know it helps you talk about it so then you release that tension out and at least someone will tell you how to react from their point of view once you've told them your experiences and finally the final recommendations that we have for this is try and utilize on and off campus resources for support so there are like so many support groups within the campus and if in case you can't find any or you have limited access to this, you can also like try and get some that are off campus. Then get a support group or it could be a counseling group or just somewhere where you can be yourself. Find that courage to share your experiences and you know just release all the pressure out. So we hope within these items that we've highlighted on a summary basis helps you like you know find a better feeling towards how to deal with this type of oppression and you know knowing what to do whenever you you know encounter this type of experiences in your life so we hope you find this useful and it is our sincere hope that you actually found this useful hi if you made it this far i do really appreciate 
please do leave a review if you found this useful also do remember to share with your classmates and you know any other friends that you have around who might find this useful thank you so much and have a nice time bye and now this <laughs>